Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. This week, we're going to take a look at the stock market and, of course, precious metals, including gold and silver. So we're seeing a golden cross, which is a widely followed technical signal suggesting more upside. Simply put, the golden cross is a moving average crossover strategy employed by a lot of technical traders and analysts to signal when a uh, equity or security is ready to buy. So the golden cross is triggered when a short-term moving average, typically 50 days, it crosses above the long-term moving average, which is typically 20 days. As the stock market has its own golden cross indicator, the U.S. dollar is showing just the opposite. There's a death cross striking the U.S. dollar as all of these uh, virus cases increase. So just in the previous example, a decline in the dollar uh, with the death cross occurs when the 50-day moving average crosses below the 200-day moving average. So there's a lot of investors that have been wary about cutting their positions in the U.S. dollars and other safe haven assets, even as stocks have soared. Gold prices have hit their highest level since 2011, and cash levels remain historically high. A broad reversal of risk appetite could push investors to cut bets on stocks and a return to the dollar but everything is indicating they're going to precious metals. The death cross for the U.S. dollar comes at a time when some fundamental forces seem to be suggesting a more durable downtrend in the U.S. dollar as possible as opposed to just a short-term reversal in trends. So, for example, we're seeing U.S. budget deficit as a percentage of GDP, which may reach a record high at 15 to 17%. For those of us that remember 2008 and 1999, it is looking a little bit uh, interesting out there. So the billionaire chief investment officer of Double Line Capital was quoted by Reuters saying that this classic bear market rally reminded him of 1999. He said the concentration in equity market leadership, mainly in the FANG stocks, it's Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, Google, and retail investors panic buying stocks is classic bear market rally activity and a reminder of what he believes could be similar to the days right before the dot-com implosion. He goes on to warn that it's way worse because we don't have the ability to cut interest rates. Also, the derivatives have increased that much more. That's even going to compound the issue when they try to liquidate and unwind all of those. It's going to crash everything. There's too much leverage with margin. There's too many derivatives out there. It's going to take a long time to unwind that. In the meantime, prices will plummet. Um, I'm expecting 80% from Tesla, for example. But anyways, moving on back to this 1999 comparison, looking at early back in July this year, the ratio breached the dot-com peak, implying that the flying high tech stocks, they're more overvalued today than right before the bust in late 1999-2000. And the NASDAQ 100 remains disconnected from reality as Treasury yields slide due to the stalling recovery and gold prices soaring to a decade's high. Looking at the Dow Jones back in 1999 and now overlapping those two periods of time looks very, very similar. Many are concerned that the bear market bounces more akin to the 1930s collapse, but either way is far from over. We'll touch on the all-time high of gold as spot price went above 1930 and broke an all-time high. We'll get into that. But first off, taking a look at some of the numbers telling us that the economic recovery uh, with businesses that are probably not going to recover. So according to Jeffries, in in late June, only 19% of U.S. small businesses were closed. Now that number has risen to 24.5%. So nearly a quarter of all small businesses in the entire country are closed, and some are expecting 50% 
not to reopen. In fact, Yelp says that a whopping 60% of the restaurants were initially listed as temporarily closed on their site are now classified as permanently closed. Many people had hoped for an economic downturn would be short-lived and that a V-shaped recovery would commence once the virus lockdowns were lifted, but it looks more like a Bart Simpson pattern, possibly just kind of this volatility up and down. The last recession was bad, but it isn't even close to what we're about to enter now. Again, that's a lot because of the massive amount of derivatives that we have by comparison. So they didn't stop, they just increased that much more. And so that is going to wreak havoc on the Economy. A lot of the lost optimism has to do with wholesale inventories unexpectedly plunging in June as the recovery hopes fade away. So it looks like in June, wholesale inventories actually dropped 2% month over month, the worst since the peak of the great financial crisis. On a year-over-year -year basis, wholesale inventories are down 6.1%, less than the peak of the great financial crisis. So again, all this data has a direct impact on GDP, suggesting that the hopes and recovery is far from certain and maybe even getting worse. In fact, Goldman Sachs real-time indicators reveal that the state of the U.S. economy has a, a reversal of recovery. There's a downward pressure on growth and even with export activity, labor markets, inflation, everything is struggling. So of the highly impacted consumer service industry, the hotel industry recovered the most in July with foot traffic increasing 13 basis points to 55% of pre-virus levels. While the transportation industry remains the most depressed, now only back to 25% of pre-virus levels. So markets have turned into the most astounding circus the world has ever seen. That's a great title. Even if people love to state that the market is not the economy assets like stocks, bonds, and property, they're supposed to reflect economic value somehow. However, GDP growth has been decreasing for decades in Western economies. So there's a new gold rush, and it's not just gold, it's cannabis, it's Bitcoin, it's anything that's speculative going away from the U.S. dollar as we kind of see that depreciating. Case in point, China has quietly cut dollar usage and cross-border trade by 20%. So there's been a chorus calling for the weaker dollar that's getting louder and now includes a stark warning from Goldman Sachs about the modern monetary system warning overnight that the U.S. monetary and fiscal policy is triggering a currency debasement fears. And for the first time, there's real concerns are emerging about the future of the dollar as a reserve currency, except in 1972. I think that was the same issue as soon as they got off of it. They got over that pretty quick uh, as the U.S. kind of ran around and said that we will protect you with our military. But People don't want that anymore, and now they're getting rid of the dollar, and that's a huge issue. Relative strength index is a good technical indicator, showing that gold is continuing to march even higher as the technical indicator is showing signs of near record overextension. So Bloomberg goes on to say that it seems like the perfect storm for the U.S. currency, the relentless decline of real yields, the U.S.'s inability to control the virus, the huge amount of deficits, and the devaluation of the dollar. So as you can see from this graph, China is already quietly reducing its reliance on the dollar and cross-border trade services. So the percentage of the payments and receipts denominated in yuan in total foreign transaction by banks for their clients increased to 37% in June. And that's uh, up from 19% just two years ago. And so Bloomberg strategists are also calculating that the usage of the dollar has declined to 56% from 70, a decline of 20%. All of this is leading to record highs as gold shatters the $1,900 ceiling. The record high for gold bullion was at 1920, reached approximately nine years ago in 2011. So the strong move in both gold and silver bullion comes as investors begin to realize just how precarious the situation in the world now finds itself. In addition, interest rates around the world have plummeted. Central banks have been printing currency around the world like crazy. 
while simultaneously hoarding gold, kind of leading some to believe that there could be a gold-backed currency in the near future. Mobius Capital Partners had said that when interest rates are near zero, then gold is an attractive medium to have because you don't have to worry about not getting interest on your gold. In other words, there's no opportunity cost. So with your, if you're getting 0.5% in a savings account, you might as well get zero in gold because the benefit of gold long-term is higher than that money market account that may just implode. Just kind of give you a visual impact of how the shutdowns are, are impacting the gold supply chain. There's a ripple effect stalling the supply chain from production to delivery, refinery, all the way to the end user. Low supply is going to increase the demand artificially, creates a little bit of FOMO. You can see that there's been 20 million ounces added to gold ETFs recently. And since gold doesn't come out of the ground ready, you have to refine it with some of these refineries being closed. That's obviously backing up a lot of the system creating bottlenecks. Central banks around the world are kind of hoarding gold. Like I mentioned, that's all the way from United Kingdom at 70 billion, all the way down to UAE at 6 billion. It looks like the people exporting uh, is Switzerland, Hong Kong, all the way down to Peru, which according to a Netflix documentary has some not so legal gold mines down there. Another issue with transporting gold has been the lack of available airlines. And so the, you, they use commercial and cargo and chartered flights for gold. But obviously with the decrease in number of commercial flights available, it's also restricting the uh, availability or uh, inventory for gold. Um, artificially suppressing or decreasing that, therefore increasing the price. And it's not just the US dollar decreasing in value versus gold, it's every other fiat currency. There's an interesting Euro US dollar weekly chart. What's interesting is gold is now trading independently of all other currencies, including the dollar. Silver's position is even more interesting because silver is now two years behind gold in terms of the big picture. So if you've made it this far, thank you very much. The point of all of this is that gold's record price is all about the currency's debasement. Gold broke its all-time price record last week. So what is that telling us? It's easier to understand gold's record-breaking move if you look at it from the other side of the equation. The dollar is now at its all-time low compared to gold. The U.S. dollar, in other words, is weakening amid massive fiscal and central bank stimulus, bloating debt piles, and slow growth environment. All of this money creation is inflation. The rising price of gold reflects the inflationary pressures. So this isn't just mere speculation. Money supply growth hits an all-time high for the third month in a row in June. The only time we've seen money supply growth anywhere near this level was during the inflationary years of the 1970s. In June, year-over-year -year growth in money supply came at 34.5%, and that was up from 29.5% in May. So the dollar's decline is only getting started, about to plunge to new depths, kind of taking all of American living standards with it. In other words, there's no reason to believe that the monetary debasement is going to end anytime soon, and that's incredibly bullish for gold and silver. But this isn't investment advice. With that, invest wisely. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't. And I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.